We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. One o'clock hour. It is Cody and Gold hanging out on a Thursday. Alex Gold, Nick Schwert. Dusty Likens is in for Cody today. Let's ride. Got college basketball all day long, all Ugh. day long. But Big 12 tournament, Baylor, Iowa State going on at T-Mobile Center right now. You got KU in West Virginia at 2 o'clock. That's the scheduled tip time. And, of course, the news earlier today from KU that Bill Self will not coach in today's game due to an illness. He is at a area hospital. We had Matt Tate from KUSports.com on the show earlier talking about that. Obviously, scary situation there. The Jayhawks uh, against West Virginia and uh, Missouri Tigers over in the SEC tournament. They got the double bye, so they don't play again until tomorrow. We can talk a little about uh, the Big 12 tournament. And obviously, I think the team that needs to get a win today more than anybody else. Um, but Nick left us with an ultimate tease that I have to have an answer for. Right yeah, Nick, go ahead and go ahead go and tell ahead. us that story you were, yeah. you were talking about before the break. Yeah. Nick. Yeah. So one time I took Ambien um, at 9 PM and I, I didn't let it kick in long enough. And I had an ACT that I had to take the next day to get into Lawrence, Kansas. Okay. And so I took the, a second the university one. Of Kansas. Yeah. I took a second <laughs> one at nine 30 Missed the first hour of my ACT, ACT and still, still managed to score a 26. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Why then, did you, why did your voice get a little more country there? Now, Dusty, do you have, Dusty, do you have a story though? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I do. Uh, so when I was about 20, 21, I was hanging out at my buddy's house and we were watching uh, Cliff Alexander high school highlights. <laughs> And he said, hey, check this out. I've got Ambien. I said, what's Ambien? He said, oh, it's supposed to make you fall asleep. But if you take it and don't go to sleep after like 30 minutes, you'll start tripping out really hard. And so I said, cool, let's take some. And then we each took one. And then about 45 minutes passed. And I said, man, I don't think I'm feeling this thing. Let me take another one. So then I took a second one. And I wa- we, we went downstairs to like, Too yeah, we t- went downstairs to t- uh, eat some food and I took one step on the stairs and the entire house started shaking mm. back and forth. It started crumbling down around me. And I said, I think, um, I think guys, either the house is about to collapse or this ambient is starting to kick in. <laughs> went downstairs, sat on, uh, sat on the couch, fell asleep for 12 hours with my legs crossed, didn't move and single inch for 12 hours. Oh just in pure goodness. meditation. Just pure. I was. Jeez. That's called being in flow. Ooh. Progressive. Says, and I'm Dusty, is, and that's my experience with Ambien. Nine one three five eight six seven six ten. 
why is DW telling Nick's story? You all think you're cute or something? Uh, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen I us? Do. That's the uh, the two texts that we got in response to that. I think I do well. Great with my story. Looks. Great story, though, Dusty. I really appreciate that. That's what I was wondering during the. And Nick, you don't. You have some people out there that aren't huge fans of you from the eight one six. I don't know how people can't tell Nick and Dusty apart. Nick is smug, condescending, and sarcastic, <laughs> and Dusty is witty, funny, and awesome. Thank you. I didn't know that was on the text line. Is Thank that a real you text? very much. Yeah, it is. That was so oh. nice. He sent it in twice. Thank you, Zach. I think Bink texted that in actually. Oh, I think that was a text from Bink. Wait, why is Bink against you? Well, Zach's a nice guy. That's all I know. I'm glad I'm witty. Witty's nice in this industry. Yeah. Keith Witty. Reminder, we got the snitch line coming your way in about 10 minutes or so. Isn't that where Cody just gets trashed? 913-586-7610. You got to be more specific than that. 610 snitch line. Have you guys ever seen Cody wasted? Uh, Wasted? Drunk, no. yes, but not wasted. I don't, I don't think, think I've ever seen, seen him wasted I don't know if drunk. we've seen all three of us together. Like, I don't know if we've... I don't know if I've seen. Well, I've actually no. I did see Nick wasted actually. Long time ago, though. <laughs> Long time ago, but I wasted. Like, I did. Like before this job. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not in the last five years. What's that Marquette score? Uh, fifty-seven, fifty-six. Nice little non sequitur. How yeah. much time? Fifty-two seconds to go. Okay. Marquette is up by one. Thank you, and Shaka the, Smart. And now the Cyclones have a one-point lead over your Baylor Bears. They do. They do. Need that Scott Drew hang. You need that Scott Drew come over to come in strong. Ten and a half minutes to go in that game. I'm not concerned. I was, thinking of Big Twelve games though today. I, and really, the local schools in general. Hmm. Um, I, I think KU actually needs the win more today, more than, than K-State does, and more than Missouri does tomorrow. Here's my reasoning for it. It's just simple. It's the number one overall seed. You can kiss a goodbye if KU loses kiss to West Virginia, West Virginia today, Dusty. That's from the Sandlot. Um, is it more important for KU to get the number one overall seed as opposed to the number one seed as it is for Missouri not to get the 8-9 seed? Because I think... Some people that are Missouri fans would say, hey, and I know I can I can hear Carrington in the back of my head right now, like, hey, we're just happy to be back in the March Madness tournament. That's basically correct. Kiss yeah. my ass. You're, you want to you do not want to get bounced in the first round. And you also don't want to play a one seed in the second round. Don't get housed by Tennessee. Last time you played Tennessee, you, you beat them on their court, I believe, with the three at the last at the last second to win it. Right. Well, that was in Tennessee. Or was, yeah. And now you got to just go out there and. I think if you can beat Tennessee, which is a possibility, we've seen it before, you can maybe get out of that 8-9 that Lenardi has them in, and which if you don't want it, they he's kind of also got Mizzou and KU in the same bracket, which we know this is true. March Madness people that put this together always put like two or three cheeky matchups that could either potentially play out, will play out, or have a long shot of playing out. Like last year, Carolina KU in the national championship – Long shot to play out. It ended up playing out. KU comes from behind by, what, 15 and a half and won the actual national championship? That's great. And so, yeah, that's, you know, it could work out like that where it's a great matchup between two historic Blue Bloods. But I think it's big for Mizzou. Like, I think Mizzou has to – they had a good – check that. They had a great year for Missouri basketball. Don't let it go loss-loss to start your your postseason. Because, like, the one thing I do want to see is all three of these local teams – do well. Like, I really do want that. Like, I don't have a favorite that I root for, but I'd like to see all three of them maybe somewhat make a little bit of noise in the dance. I don't want to see one of them get booted or one of them get an 8-9 matchup where it's, man, we got to play this team who's a really good, you know, matchup for us, and who knows if we make it past this game. Also, you don't want the obvious where the 8-1 or the 9-1 play in the second round, let alone do you want the 2-7 matchup. And if Missouri can beat Tennessee and get to the final weekend in the in the SEC, which is where it is, really juicy with Alabama, you know, 
KU or Mizzou, Kentucky, all those teams that are in the SEC, then I think they do get that respect. I think maybe they could potentially get to a sixth seed with winning late in the tournament. Now, some of these teams, it really doesn't affect them how they play in the tournament. I think Baylor's seed is a for sure lock no matter what they do. I think K-State's a for sure lock, which is why I leave them on the bottom of the pedestal when it comes to how important you know this tournament is for these local teams. I think KU is, or K-State has locked themselves in as a three seed. Now, if they do the unthinkable and win this tournament at plus 900, then they're a two seed. They're, yeah, they, they're good that. enough to be a two seed because they're, they're, they're winning the toughest conference in all of college basketball. But I think the most important team locally is Mizzou to kind of show that they've, they've earned their stripes, no pun intended, to be considered a good basketball team this year that can get a decent rank. Look, I get it. Stay off the 8-9 line so you don't play the yes. one seed, the two. For me, just be the, the number one overall seed now, Kansas had it a couple years ago when it went through KC. Mm-hmm. We know they lost in the Elite Eight uh, to Oregon. So nobody says it guarantees you a trip to the Final Four. But I, I do think knowing that in this year, the other potential number one overall seed is Houston and Houston, we think would take the Kansas city path that would send the the Jayhawks out West. And so that's the only part that would be uh, an issue. And if they lose to West Virginia, then I don't think there's any debate. It's just Houston and Alabama figuring out the number one overall seed. I mean, there's a Kansas can beat West Virginia and they, that still probably is not enough uh, to get the number one overall seed. Anyway, that's why to me today, you've got to at least beat West Virginia in the quarterfinals. And I, yesterday we were talking about the potential matchups. I, I would have rather have played Texas tech. That was before yesterday's game. Anyway, uh, West Virginia to me can give you fits with just their defense and how they're going to play up tempo and, and press you a little bit. So we'll see. I think it'll be a good game coming up around two o'clock. Although this game between Baylor and Iowa State Tied. probably won't get, uh, won't get done on time. So I'm guessing the KU. But that's good for you guys, right? Like KU grads, you get to a little oh, bit of a home. little break and get home, get, get home to start right at the tip. That's true. That's a, that's a fair point. But yeah, this has been a close game as Iowa State. They always travel well down to Kansas City, and they just hit a three to go up 59-56 with eight to go on Baylor. Baylor can't guard. Can't guard. One Iowa State plays really, really good. They play swarm defense. Also, their coach wears extremely way too tight of shirts. Have Otzel, you know, uh, uh, if you had that body, you would wear I don't know if I mediums as well. Otzelberger, whatever his name is. Hasbula. Um, no, different guy. That's messed up. Different guy. I love Hasbula. But here's push, the problem push, with Altsberger. If he were the <laughs> strength and conditioning coach for Iowa State, you wouldn't have any problem he's with how smaller shirts are. But he's not the strength and conditioning. Why coach. are they held to different? If you were jacked, shirt standards? You, if you were jacked, wouldn't you wear shirts that? Oh yeah, you're gonna off? wear super baggy no, shirts. No, I would wear can... a very, very thin, tailor-made suit. Well, you don't even wear suits. Nobody on wears the bench suits anymore. anymore. Denny Gates does. Well, I, that's his prerogative, but no, most coaches <laughs> still does it. Most coaches do not do the suits anymore. I think the, it's all the, windbreakers the, and polos, yeah, which is what I would be wearing too. Just a quarter zip for Vineyard Vines as a KU 59. thing on it. What's How that? Mar- did Marquette left? end up winning? Marquette uh, is up two with twelve seconds to go. There on we the go. Free Let's go, line, so. baby. Let's go. How much time is left in the uh, Baylor game? Yeah, seven. Seven minutes, so I can keep watching players for a little bit. Yeah, yeah you're, you're watching some. What is Homa still at plus one? Uh, he's teeing off right now. He's about to sex line wants to know if Dusty was giving a Hasbro impression. That's exactly what that yeah. was. That young man had a gun out a window at one of his videos. I oh, did not know oh. what was going on. Oh, that is just an absolute rip. There you go, Homa. Max Homa's got a great career story, by the way. Used to be not the greatest tour player, would always get people to send him their swings, and then he would uh, criticize their swing on how bad it was, and now he is a top 10 player in the world in the PGA. All because he had a kid. I mean, it can change you. It changed Spieth. Lost the dominance. Um, somebody <laughs> says, if I was jacked, it's Lance. I would. I would just wouldn't wear shirts. Well, that's fair too. I mean, that's fair too. That'd be the best to just drive down it's to the, to the lake. That. So, okay, dog park. Hmm. 
No, you didn't, you didn't wear a shirt at the dog no. park. Yeah, because I'm because I'm, I'm Jack. You're just letting your dog yeah. walk in your smash Chipotle no, shirtless. No, but I, I took the dog to the dog park, and to your point, there's this guy. Ever there's this place was it was great weather this past weekend, right? I yeah. think it was Sunday, and it was gorgeous in Kansas City. So it's dog park. The place is packed. Of course, oh, yeah. everybody has the same idea, and most people are wearing clothing. There's one dude, no shirt, and just completely ripped or whatever. Just one, like just like you're like what are you just trying to show off? What at was that his point? dog? A Chihuahua or was it like a big ass pit bull? Uh, I don't remember. I, I think it was like a medium, like my size dog too. So probably like a thirty-five to forty pound dog. Middle, I wouldn't say like a massive dog. Not a little toy dog that's ten pounds either. Anyway, Ugh. snitch line coming up in just a couple of minutes here on Cody and Gold nine one three five eight six seven six ten. CBS Sports was going through what they thought were best fits for free agents in the NFL. And who they listed for Kansas City was surprising me only because if you're going to replace Frank Clark, I figured that's more of a go ahead and draft an edge rusher. Mm -hmm. If you're trying to replace a Carlos Dunlap, go find a journeyman and do that. Now, the one they list is Brandon Graham from Philly. He's 34, so he fits the, 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 all right, he's going to have to go on one-year deals the rest of his career. But the Mm -hmm. guy had 11 sacks last year, Dusty. So I'm I'm very interested in that. The guy 11 sacks in when he was 33 years old. Mm-hmm. What's the dollar amount for him is my question. I I, I don't got to be less than Frank, right? Ha, I mean, otherwise it makes no sense. Right. You know, if you, you could have restructured, they tried to with Frank, they couldn't get it done. You save 20 million, 7 million still on the books. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Brandon Graham would have to be on another, on a one-year deal. I wouldn't be signing a 34-year-old to a multi-year deal. So that's the one that's kind of interesting. I always thought that the the draft would be the way they would try to fill the rotational edge rusher opposite Karloftis. Yeah, and, and this kind of seems to have been Veach's move with this franchise is getting that veteran type of defensive end. Did they lose? I just saw you shrug. Is it tied? I'm tied with four seconds to go. You're going to OT, daddy. We'll see, man. We'll see. Keep going, sorry. Tighten up that waistline. Uh, <laughs> went from midnight to six. Um, but the thing is, is that this has always kind of been Veach's motto is that he has – found the veteran DN later in the season or right before the season starts, right? Like Terrell Suggs a few years ago, Melvin Ingram mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, and then Carlos Dunlap. If this is the case for this 34-year-old who, by the way, Binkley let us know, has a relationship with Andy Reid. Andy Reid drafted him. They're also maybe not as close as him and Frank, but they're still, there's something within the room that they're close. It depends on what the ASCII mark is going to be for the free agent D- defensive end, which kind of scares me. Now we talk about the most, you know, the five most important parts on the football field. This is one of them. And it would appear that Frank Clark's agent knows that he can get more money or more years somewhere else. If that's the case for Frank at 29, you'd have to think it's a little less on the counterpart. So maybe it's somewhat attractive to think about because you have the, the, the relationship with Andy Reid, you have the 11 sacks last year, but also kind of different because the text line kind of alluded to this. This was the guy that was talking a whole lot of crap to Chris Jones during the Super Bowl. Now, again, yeah, years gets, are different. Times change. Yeah. I mean, Bradbury could come to the Chiefs, and they'd be like, hey, man, just don't hold anybody in the fourth quarter. We're all right. And you could have the bad blow with Juju. Guess what? All that would change. Once your teammates, it right. just changes. And also, if you can't beat them, join them. Why not? You know so what Brandon I mean? Graham may be a name to keep an eye out for, uh, for, for the Chiefs. I just think Carlos Dunlap is someone that – uh, if you, I'm interested in bringing him back, but he may not want to even play football. Like, I think retirement's a possibility, and and he seems like Dude, somebody. Why not? By the way, hundred sacks in your career. You now, played. You, just you played for, with one team for eleven years. You got traded at the end of last year. Mm. 
You signed your first contract ever with a team not named the Cincinnati Bengals, won a Super Bowl right off into the sunset, dude. I agree. Uh, the only other way I would see him playing is he waits like last year till it's like July. Ooh. And all of a sudden he's like, oh, oh a one-year deal with incentives on another contender or back in Kansas City. That's probably the path. Like Carlos Dunlap's not signed with anybody anytime soon if he wants to play football. No, and he knows that he's got the Chiefs in his back pocket if he wants to because he knows he'll negotiate with them, not they'll negotiate with him, right? It would be like or him negotiate with them, they'll negotiate, like, hey, man, like, we'll give you this, we'll load it with incentives, we'll put you on the roster in July, nothing gets hit on the, you know, the contract with our team, and and we're good to go, plus you have, again, what we had talked about earlier, you bring back the core of, of this team to go back-to-back, and I think that's where it all starts, and also, you know somebody's going to overpay somebody in every single position in the offseason. What free agency is. And yeah. here we go. It's just, you know, when can you get it? What can you get at the cheapest possible value and where it affects your team? That's why the, this is why the draft success that they have been able to have is so vital because you're not, that's the only place you go where you don't overpay. You can end up, you can right. end up landing a superstar and you're not overpaying for four or five years. If you're trying to solve your problems through free agency, you're almost always going to overpay. The number you have reached. You've called the snitch line. And if I have to tell you again, we're going to take it outside and I'm going to show you what it's like. 913-662-1270. Leave him alone! Please leave your message for Thursdays at 115 on Cody and Gold. And if you think I'm kidding, just try me. Try me. So we're good? 913-586-7610. Snitch line Thursday. It's Cody and Gold. Alex Gold, Dusty Likens, Nick Schwert with you. Something you got. Maybe get off your chest. Something you saw around town recently. Something you have done. We, we probably could have done this based off of our, our message yesterday where we had Pete Sweeney call in because he replied all to the entire staff, and so he called in. That was uh, so I need uh, Someone out there has had a massive mistake with the reply all button, and so I need you to snitch on yourself if you had one of those. There's no way somebody listening hasn't hit reply all and sent a message they did not mean to be sent to the entire staff. I've done it. Have you? Mm-hmm. Here? Mm-hmm. Oh, now you got to share. With the old boss and the share. old uh, big boss. Well, let me hear no, this. you've done it. You've done oh. it within the past year. Me? Yeah, to Roxanne. Oh, I don't remember that. Really? I think it was just like a sh- they had sent out like a thing of appreciation, and I and I feel like you reply all. It was a very. It was just like a thank you. Mm. And we gave you a hard time for it because we said you were kissing up. Oh, I don't remember that. What was the one you're talking about? So we used to have a former guest um, okay. that came on the show all the time. <laughs> Well, he came on the drive all the time, right? And we got an email, and it said so and so is. It was from the the PD at the time, which was John Hanson, and he sent an email with all of the hosts, producers, and part timers about a certain guest that was no longer a part of Six Ten's roster. Who who was the guest again? To be determined. Um, and I didn't know that our head. I didn't know that like the head guy who was formerly Roxanne was on the list. Okay. And when they sent this email, like, hey, so-and-so is no longer a part of, uh, you know, the the process of, of radio on our station. We, we've moved on from that person that are not in contact. And so I said, oh, I responded with, oh, man, that's a shame. This guy's getting ready to be the top dog in his field and would be a great source to have. It's a sad day that we're losing him. Uh-oh. And I didn't know I hit reply all. The next response within two minutes was from the big boss of the entire building <laughs> that just said, yeah, well, the sun will rise in the east and set in the west tomorrow. <laughs> and then, and then, who Han- are you trying to say? And then Hanson, uh, just to like, I thought it was just to us. I did, that was reply all to like, I thought it was just like our department. Uh-huh. And then the big boss sent that. And then our boss sent me a private text that just said, next time, maybe don't hit reply all. 
And I was like, my bad. What, and why mean. can't we divulge the name of this guest? It's not. It doesn't really. It doesn't really. But it just adds color to the story. Matter. It doesn't matter. That's not the story. Is the person's name? It's the story. Is that Dusty got that response back from at the, our old boss, boss? Yeah. And he was like, "Yeah, well, the sun will rise in the east and set in the west tomorrow." <laughs> and that was it. And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> uh, someone, didn't know he was in the text in the in the email chain." <laughs> snitch line nine one three five eight six seven six ten from the nine one three self snitch. They said their brother asked them to borrow twenty dollars. Mm. He told his brother he didn't have it. The same night, went to the strip club and he spent eight hundred dollars. That's messed up. Your brother was asking for twenty bucks, and then you you wouldn't give him twenty bucks. Instead, you went and spent eight hundred at the strip club. That's a lot of money. The strip That's club messed up. What's the most money you spent at a strip club? Two seventy, two fifty. As an exact figure, <laughs> I was gonna say two seventy. I just think in that range. Any food or drink spot? No. Oh, that's just, just the... services. Mm. Some places that... you go, they make what you buy. You? It. What's your answer? Four hundred. Where at Vegas or here? Locally. Oh, okay. I had four hundred dollars cash in my wallet. We had a private party for my buddy's like birthday, and I was being an idiot, and I pulled my wallet out, and I was like, "I got money." She oh, took yeah. it out of my wallet. Don't show them the cash. She took it out of my wallet, and luckily I've got a good group of friends, and they all like gave me like fifty to hundred dollars the rest of the night. I'm like, dude, that's terrible. And I was like, I got money, <laughs> and she's like, thanks, and took it. And of course, I, dude, there's two bouncers outside our hotel room. There's no way I'm gonna like even come close to be like, give me that back. <laughs> like, God. I saw a guy get kicked out of a strip club doing that once. Uh, he was up on on the Not stage. Dance, though. He th- was throwing. <laughs> he was throwing. The same dollar bill onto the stage uh, and then reaching and down and sweeping oh, it up. <laughs> How much have you spent then, Nick? Probably around the same range as you, like two hundred to three hundred. Yeah, yeah two hundred eighty-four dollars and ninety-nine cents. Yeah, I was throwing dollars up falling, there. Baylor's, Baylor's washed. Baylor's done. Have you ever thrown a Have you ever thrown a coin at a stripper? A coin? No. Yeah, absolutely not. No. Hell no. Have you? You never made a hail at the club? No. No, I have not. Yeah, Baylor's down 10 with 3.43 to go. Somebody they said they had it. a friend in college. We might have went to the east side of St. Louis and spent upwards of 500 600 on dad's credit card. <laughs> uh, you know if you ever make a second trip to the ATM. You're in trouble. You've yeah. made a wrong turn somewhere. You're in trouble. They used to have a, like, Fantasy Ranch. That went to UCM. It's on 50 Highway. I don't know Fantasy if it's still, Ranch? That's what it was called. Ugh. I don't know if it's still open. But you they say, had, oh, there's a place in Lawrence called The Outhouse, Nick, and you're saying, oh, the Fantasy Ranch. And you can BYOB <laughs> at, at The Outhouse. But no, like, we... Uh, so we went out there, and, and for real, though, like, they had specials on food on certain nights, and they had pizza on Wednesday, and it was the pizza from, like, elementary school that was, like, squared like or Tony's, rectangle. Like Tony's pizza It was, pizza like, rectangle. Like Tony's pizza. Man, I wasn't even interested in the dance. I just I went and just got a couple slices of pizza, sat back and watched. Because we got conned into it. They put we us bring, in the v- We bring this up anytime we bring up strip clubs. Cody hasn't gone. He owes us a bet. He, the oh, yeah, offered. you guys took him out we to all, the Super Bowl and he ran away. We still have to do it. Maybe he's terrified. He really is. Somebody said their dad got kicked out of a strip club for throwing pennies. That'll do it. Well, yeah, <laughs> don't be doing that. Ugh. But, yeah, that was uh, that was back in the day. You could take, like, a, a rack of 30-pack of Bush Lights to the parking lot. Someone says... Outhouse, the best kept secret in the KC metro area. I don't know if it's a secret. I think people know about it if that's what you're you're looking for. Well, and the thing about the BYOB, it's really not even about the drinks. It's about Ooh. if you go there on a Saturday night, you need to bring that cooler for a chair because it's going to be packed. Yeah, there's nowhere to sit. It's a small, small, uh-huh. it's, an out- mm-hmm. it's a small, small place. I think we've all three been there. Yeah, yeah. it's been a very long time. The pizza was just phenomenal at the Fantasy Range. Phenomenal. They had tacos on Thursday. 
I've that? been to a place in Junction City called Mustangs. Mm, I don't know why you put Mustangs. I think you do know, though. I think you do. Is that your favorite place? You that like, was the you first like one I ever went to. Mustangs. That was the first one I ever went to. What kind of place was that? One dollar lap dance. To me, it's always funny whenever I go to the Royals, like cover Royals games or go to like the Chiefs games. I take three fifty from Lee Summit to like Manchester. No, I take it to like yeah, it's Manchester Traffic Way. Um, and Legs is on the way, and it's always empty. Legs. And then on the way home at like ten, packed and like strobe lights are going off. You're like, yeah, nobody wanted that that matinee time at the at Legs. They just they wanted that, the that night time. Yeah, man, bless their hearts. It's trying to make money. That's it. That's it. That's all they're trying to do, man. I can't knock them. Not at all. I mean, I'm basically a, a stripper in a restaurant. Excuse me? I'm trying to be productive, pretty. You're a stripper and try- at a restaurant? Yeah, what's your walkout song? <laughs> Hot for teacher. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm getting tipped on services and looks. You, I think think, you think they're tipping you on looks? I think, people are, I think people are judgmental in service in, in, when it gets to getting your food. My, like, you get somebody <laughs> rough at your table, you're like, oh, which you should probably tip them more. Oh, but oh, why, 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 why should you tip them more? If you think they look rough, maybe they need a little extra. <laughs> need a little That's extra. disrespectful. What, now I'm Deion Sanders talking about recruitment? Oh, you're saying, like, you said if they're not good looking, you like should, think they should be tipped, so tipped then, more. then if you if do that clean, enough, if you do yeah. that enough, then a certain. That word will get around, and then if you tip somebody who doesn't need the extra help, they're going to be like, "Wow, do you really think I look that bad?" So, by no. the way, if, if you're ever if you're someone that's a server in town and Dusty's ever your customer <laughs> and he tips you well, you know how he thinks about you. That's not true. That's he kind of he pats I tip you, you on well, the hand. I t- no, I tip you well because I'm, in, you I'm in the industry. Hey. hey, good luck. Hey, go buy You'll that. You'll figure extra. it out. Go, go buy that soap. Oh, jeez. buy that soap? Damn. That is not everybody has the luxuries that everybody else has. Obviously. If they work, jeez. they have enough money to buy soap, Dusty. That's not true. They may not use it, but they have enough money. They have to buy enough it. money. Okay. You're not getting put out on soap. Women go crazy for a sharp-dressed man. I was I'm, su- once told I'm surprised by the amount of Is that why you're going, you're going with the, the, the purple quarter zip today? No, this is just in my repertoire of clothing. There's a lot of familiarity with Mustangs. A lot of Casey Kurtz said it was I his guess, first glove, too. I guess they had a place called Amateur Wednesdays. I don't want to know says Mustangs what that means. Mustangs is sketchy on a good night. I'd like to know the definition of that. Hmm. Sketchy on a good night? I don't know. I don't know. That That's, is the snitch line here. On Cody and Gold. Up next, we'll get to what's trending. And a former NFL agent has given out his projection for the Orlando Brown Jr. contract. We'll tell you what it is next. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending. Of course, the Big 12 tournament underway. KU's going to tip off. Well, it's supposed to tip off in about 30 minutes or so. It's going to be a little bit later than that. They'll take on West Virginia. Bill Self will not coach in this afternoon's game uh, due to an illness. The university uh, mentioning that he is receiving care uh, at Kansas Health Systems uh, in the Kansas City area. Speedy obviously, recovery, sir. Obviously, scary situation there. They're just calling it an illness. We had Matt Tate on the show earlier today. He said a source has told him, though, that the long-term prognosis appears to be good for Bill Self. We really, that's the only confirmed details we know right now. Tonight, K-State going to take on TCU. Uh, a little bit later on tonight. Maybe an opportunity for K-State to move up overall seeding with a win and also the way Baylor's looking uh, against Iowa State. I would just like to see Scott Drew's hair look like Ernie McCracken's at the end of Kingpin because I think they kind of have similar hairstyles, and I would like to see his at the end of this game. He's now 10-point game, 74-64, Iowa State leading. Home game for Iowa State, man, their fans travel. What can you say? Speaking of what's trending, optimism is trending for the Jets franchise. They believe they're getting closer to getting Aaron Rodgers a deal to come to New York as the plane traveled to Aaron Rodgers' homeland. The, the Packers seem to kind of be fitting this narrative that they're ready to move on. It's Jordan Love time in Green Bay. It's time to be gone with Aaron Rodgers, which is also hilarious because now we're going down the same pipeline that we went around with Brett Favre as he went to the Jets and then he went to the Vikings and now Aaron Rodgers seems to be the favorite to land in the New York Jets system as you obviously are in line with all these bets as their odds to win the Super Bowl are increasing because of the optimism that is trending towards the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. They have to be all in on him once they lost out on Derek Carr I mean that is exactly what they should be doing and if as long if Aaron Rodgers wants to keep playing, he's going to go to the Jets. I right. think now, right? I mean, it seems I like think he knows his time is over. Right, the honeymoon phase, the wedding, all that—it's all done in Green Bay. Now it's time to be like, you know what? You guys like this kid. You don't want me here. Adios, Arrivederci. It's been great. Time to move on. And Aaron Rodgers would absolutely love the New York media. That would be interesting to see how he handles that. Uh, next up on what's trending, the Players Championship. You guys yeah. are locked into that today. Big time. It's the uh, fifth Ray- major, man. Ramey continues to be the leader. Eight under. Yep. Uh, Colin Morikawa, one stroke off the lead at seven under. That's the only notable, notable guy, at least on the front page of the leaderboard. Scotty Schefter's up there tied for fourth. He's through 18 today. He oh, shot four under. Um, Justin Rose, a former name that was always on leaderboards. He's at minus three. Um, obviously, the big guns, Homa, Spieth. And uh, Thomas, Thomas chipped in for Eagle earlier to go to minus two. Max Homa putty now for a birdie, but it looks like he missed it. So he'll stay at plus one as Nick and I both took him. At, I think Nick got him at plus 22. I got him at plus 1800 at the players. And he's but, right where he needs to be. Yeah, just just don't fall apart is the key on this. We already saw a guy take a seven on 17, which is the island part three of the players, which I like to ask, like, what would you do on that hole if you're a golfer? Would you go long because you're in fear of going short or would you just dunk it in the water? You know and go- what I think I would do? I would just stuff one, man. All right, we're down to nine, Gold. You would just stuff one, just put it, just stripe show it right on the Why middle. Not? Let it suck back right into Why the hole. Why not? Yeah. Just don't try to do too much. Just play your game. The best part. Put it in the, the middle, two putt, get your par, and go home. The other thing that's great about the players right, is that there's yeah. That's right, man. Just go home, you know. 
mm-hmm. best part about this players tournament is that there's so much money in the purse. Like the winner gets like what 4.7 or 4.5, but it's the putts that at the very end of the day where you could go from third to sixth and can just literally lose a million dollars on one putt, which is just insane. Because I've played with dudes before where it's like, hey, make this putt, we're all square, miss it. You guys each owe us yeah, 40 bucks. Yeah, haven't you played with Nick where one of you destroyed the other? We uh, played twice and we've each beat each other once. Yeah, we're one and one. I remember the reaction after the first time. Strong words. Well, it wasn't good. Yeah. I played really bad. I like bottomed out. That's what I heard. I heard. Dusty. I, I remember that. That was a great, great day on this show. The day after that. Why? You think Nick's demise is perfect for the no, show? No, but it was. I remember your So you reaction. want me to fail. So you like it when you are, your friends fail. It was the reaction for the show was terrific. Who do you think has a better golf swing? Alex Gold, Carrington Harrison. Never seen either swing. You didn't see him swing at the, top golf? I, oh, yeah. Tee shots. Tee shots. I at least showed up to that, I think. That's true. So by default, I'm going to say gold because at least I've seen his. I it's still, I still want six ten to put a golf tournament together with the boss. Said never going to happen. Yeah, right. he. Uh, I thought we were going to do. Spec was tournament. listening, and he said not going to happen. Yep. He said it's too hard to get everybody involved. I thought I literally thought we were going to do a golf tournament. For not like that. Not like oh, at a golf not course. a golf course. Yeah, I see. Where you have to like you know sponsor holes, get because I the last six ten tournament we had, some guy got a hole in one. I was there. So really? was Binkley and Brad Fanning were on the green in the tee box, and I was at a different tee box, but it was you could hear the roar. Like It was one of those crazy things. It was like something just happened, and then, yeah, there's a hole-in-one on the course. Won a car or took the cash. I don't know. I would never take the car. I'd always take the cash I if agree. there was a cash yeah. buyout. Yeah. By the way, Baylor lost. Yeah, Baylor's going to lose. 75-66. I hate that kid for Iowa State. <laughs> oh, uh can't even say his name. Yeah. But he's that annoying rat that just always is in your face and takes every defensive play. Also, what's trending to continue this topic, the World Baseball Classic. Team USA's tomorrow, or are they tonight? Who knows? Bobby Wood Jr.'s on that team. The Brady Royals Singer's are playing on that team. Great Britain today. Yeah. The Royals are playing a country today. <laughs> that is crazy. I didn't even know Great Britain would even have a baseball team. You think they'd be good, though, with all that cricket practice? You ever played cricket? How do you think a British baseball player would talk? Like they're from Great Britain. Can you do a British accent? Probably. I don't know if it's good you know, or I think anything. it's weird that, you know, the Royals, they, the hashtag has been taken over at times by the Royal family, and now the Royals are playing Great Britain. Forever Royal. Forever Royal. Hashtag the, Royals. The team from the City of Fountains playing the team from across the pond. Mm-hmm. Watergate. Oh. Oh, you, Watergate. Watergate. Oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> hey. Thanks, yeah. Zach Ranky on the mound, by the way, today for the See, Royals. That's like the only name I know in the lineup. Other than Lofton. Other other name, I'm like, I don't know who these guys are. But that's because half the team. For either team, by the way. That's what you mean. For either team. Homer just bogeyed. He's at plus two. Jerome Pudetang just showed up to the to the uh, T-Mobile Center, by the way. He's ready. He's locked in. Well, yeah. Power cat, baby. That's what's trending here on Cody Ingle. Real quick from CJ Moore. Mm. Says that Joseph Yesifu mm-hmm. is starting in place of Kevin McCuller. Oh, because he had the back tightness. Yes, he had a back spasm. So, by the way, something to watch. CJ Moore uh-huh. on the show, fan of the show tomorrow. T- tomorrow at eleven o'clock. Let's go. How about that? Speaking of on the show tomorrow at eleven o'clock, Dusty Likens on the show. Well, you're on the show from ten to two tomorrow. Oh, I thought entire. I was just here from you're, eleven to one. You are on the entire show tomorrow. Man. Nick told me eleven to one. No, I think you're here filling. In. Are you already trying? Are you already just said four <sighs> hours is enough with us? Oh, it's not enough. Oh. Well, then four more tomorrow, man. Five days a week, four hours a day is not enough for me with you guys. Oh, look at that. See? Mm. You know? I mean, if Cody, wants to, do after, if Cody wants to do after That's hours from true. 6 to 9 to spend more time with family and wants me to step in from 10 to 2, more than happy to do it. 
Just need a lot of things to go through. A lot of people <laughs> texting in about the, the golf car and stuff you were talking about mm-hmm. from the golf tournament. Yeah. So there's an Audi that was Dante Hall bought the car from the guy. Two different stories. Someone says Neil Smith tried to buy it. Someone else said Dante Hall did. Oh, really? Someone else says the lady that attacked Tiger Woods with a golf club had a better swing than gold. Somebody said it was a second hole It wasn't hole just a one. random lady. That was his yeah, wife. Yes. Somebody said there was a second hole-in-one and, and that it was his second hole-in-one in the tournament that summer. Jeez. I'll never get a hole-in-one in my life. Yeah, I've already will. No, one I won't. Day, one day you will. No, I won't. I have. No? It, there's no way. No way ever? Victor Hovland has four on the tour. I'll never have four. Yeah, I'll never have one in my life. Cor- you're not playing at those courses, though. I'm also yeah, not you just got to get out level. more. You just got to get out more. Yeah, sure. Play every day. You think you'll get one? Oh, do you have one? No. I think I think both of you at some point might you might be fifty five years old, but you might you're gonna you'll get one someday. If you guys golf as much as it sounds like you're gonna keep golfing. Yeah, yeah, but golfing once or twice a week, I don't think is enough to really feel confident that you're gonna get one. I, I don't think you're ever confident. Right? Big three for Baylor here, man. It's over. There's twenty nope. seconds left, Dusty. It's, uh, over. Baylor's, okay. it's over, man. But the you know the, the older the, the so guys who are retired, eyes, and, I can't read that. You're good, man. The guys <laughs> who are retired and play every day, like with that level of frequency, if you're decent, yeah. you're giving yourself just. And you know the guys at that age are hitting two and making a hole in one big hole in one. You Dana think? Wright has like three. I believe it. On the same she hole. She golfs a ton, though, guys. They'll be in the summertime before her show, she'll go golfing and stuff. Like she go, she'll golf multiple days during the week. And she only plays like the same course, so. Question is still, still hole in one. Wow, now that's not good enough for you? No, wow. I'm saying, I'm, no. No, what did you <laughs> say, though? So I she just, plays the same course. I do frown upon people that play the same course right. and I would score. play the same course a lot of times. Well, yeah, a lot of the times, but not every time. I mean, if you're if it's convenient to you and you know people there, why not? What if know. you have like a membership? That's fine, but I would still step outside the membership and go play other places. Like, like if I, you had a membership at a nice country club, mm-hmm. wouldn't you golf there ninety five percent of the time? Not ninety five, probably like seventy five percent of the okay. time. Because huh. some of my buddies aren't going to be able to play on that course, and a lot of times they're like, "Yeah, you could have at least one partner join you." I want to play with my buds. Yeah, that's true. That's what it's honestly all about. Like really, seltzers. Tunes, some other stuff. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. No, I'm not I'm, I'm not playing with allergies. I just, golf is a fun sport. I've only had one person ever get mad at me for having my speaker oh. up too loud. Who was that? Some, some guy at a course. He just said he wasn't about it. We could play through. Like, all right. Fair he was enough. playing in flip flops and shorts. Oh wait, he was playing with you. Yeah, we got. And he was playing in flip flops and shorts. And he said he didn't. He wasn't but about he had a problem music. with the music. I brought this up the other night. Somebody didn't believe me. Is at Shamrock and uh, Lee Summit, and the guy was like, "We waited. We got paired up with him. We teed off the back nine. We played t- hole ten. We played hole eleven as a par five, par three, and then hole uh, twelve as a par four. And the guy, we turned our speaker on, and it wasn't like crazy music. It was like I think it was either like slightly stupid or Bob Marley, some reggae, very mm-hmm. easy to listen to on the golf course. And the guy came up to us as soon as I turned it on and goes, hey, you guys just go ahead. Um, we'll just play behind because I'm not a music guy. And I like literally. Not looked, a music guy. I looked right at his flip-flops, which it's impossible to play golf in flip-flops and say that you're not a music guy. <laughs> and I just went, I looked down. I looked him right back in the eyes. I went, huh. Okay. And we just went on and played and finished the round in about two and a half hours, two hours and 45 minutes, which is awesome if you can ever do that in golf. So Yeah, so really um, you dodged a bullet. I think so. I mean, the guy was, like I said, the guy was wearing flip-flops but was more concerned about music. And I was just very confused by that. I'm like, why do you have that? Because, like, that is new age golf. 
like maybe 10 years ago, people just, it was way frowned upon. You kept it really, and again, we weren't like rolling around bumping. You know, you could only hear it if we were like at the tee box in the cart or around the cart. Like once you got to oh, the box, it was like very faint. Box, oh man, it was bad. That guy was just, mm. who the hell is Tim Dillon? Somebody just said I sound exactly like Tim I'm Dillon. I'm not sure who Tim Dillon, Dillon is. I know who Matt Dillon is. he is a yeah. comedian. Tim Dillon's a comedian? I think so. Is I that think the guy like, Mahomes no, saw and like pounded like 36 quarters no, lights? No, that's, a, that's, a that's different Andrew Santini. I think this guy is one of those dudes who like has a podcast, but he's like sort of a comedian, but like mostly people just know him from his podcast. Gotcha. Would you ever try stand-up comedy, Nick? No. I think you could be I think you could be good at like if you had one given time like one just you had to prepare for a month for one little four minute thing on stage, I think you'd be pretty good at that. He's gonna be at the Uptown Theater, apparently. Tim Dillon. Okay. We, you guys, we, you know what? We can like make, Tim we should Dillon. do a bet. We should Yeesh. all three do it. What? Stand up? There's yeah, five no minutes. Way, just a five minutes. Come on. You guys should write some jokes. People that try stand up comedian tours on from this program don't make it. There's proof in that. From this program? You mean the station? Station. Wait, who from this station did it? Mike Welsh. Former radio host. Mike and Welsh. he tried to become a stand up comedian? Yeah, he, Tri- he tried and it was not good. Did, did you, you not read it? The, did you not read the text I sent? Okay, never mind. Well, I didn't work here when he worked here. Oh, so Tim Dillon's on Netflix. He's got a, a thing called a real hero. Wait, did this guy? Did he do stand up in Kansas City? And you guys went and saw no, it. I think, it was he, bad? Moved, I think I he moved. I never saw him do stand up. He moved to L.A. Is all he I know. Moved I, and I then you, tried. Guys, you guys were. He, I wasn't here when he was working here, so you guys know him better than I do. I, I don't think either one of you were here when I was. Yeah, here. but, but I you do. interned when he was here, right? I, yeah, I followed. Went to, I went to college. I, mean, I followed his career a little bit. We did student radio together. You were saying something. Me? Yeah. I said he was talking about Mike, and I said we did student. Oh, radio. Dusty, you were talking about his career. Oh, just comedian career was, went to a screeching halt. It wasn't funny. He's not funny. Can I get in trouble for this? By the way, I don't know. <laughs> I doubt it. I mean, okay. I've never heard. Yeah, you get in even... trouble. I just don't want to trash somebody that I don't really know very well. That's eh, he used to trash me, so it's fine. okay. See, if you guys have that, then you get do oh, whatever, wait, say whatever what? you need to do. Okay, now I want a piece of this guy. <laughs> oh, I just used to do a bit where I would go to the. Uh, I would go Here we to go. just uh, let it out. It's snitch line later, a later edition of snitch line right now. No, I'm just saying the only time he really ever like rubbed me the wrong way is I used to go out to Arrowhead on my own dime at six o'clock in the morning. This true story I used to do a man on the street bit where I'd go interview people like, why are you out here? It's seven degrees. And I, it was, it was during the Minnesota game. Do you remember this game? It was like a record low. Like the kickoff temperature was like minus six. And before the game even started, the temperature was like minus 12 and he did pregame shows for 610, and I would go out to the parking lot early in the morning on my own dime, pay for parking online the night before, never got reimbursed for it, would go out and get probably 10 minutes of audio and condense it to a minute and 10 seconds and then send it to him to play for the show. And he would just be like, why are we doing this? Like, why do I need to play this? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, I thought I was helping you out with content. He's like, eh, kind of does. And he just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, it, it, that okay. story's rubbing okay. me the wrong way. It's just like, dude, I'm a, a young man in this industry trying to get my name out there and try to show that I care. Here I am yeah, that's producing church shows on 1660 at 8 o'clock in the morning, and yet I'm doing this on my own dime, and you're going uh, to be smudged towards me? Yeah. <laughs> Boo him off the stage. Some people, man. Some people just aren't nice. That's why I say at the end of all my shows, go out there and do something nice for somebody in this crazy, mixed-up, mad world. Might help the day out. Mm. You feel better? Somebody said he Facebook live getting his nose hairs waxed. Oh, he was well, that a was douche. on the air. They did a bet on the show where he had to get his. Should have been a real man and waxed his chest. 
He lost a bet when he was working for the morning show. Yeah. <clears throat> and he got his nose hairs waxed. Mm-hmm. So that was a show bit. I'm okay with that. He also said Blake Bortles was going to be better that's than Tom an Brady. That's all-time all time take. He said Blake Bortles was on the Tom Brady path. So that was, that's <laughs> a funny. We all have bad takes. Not as bad as that, but we all have bad takes. Ugh. It happens. I don't know why we're just completely hey, – let's move on. Let's not just keep crapping on somebody that doesn't even no, work here. You know what? No. Push. <laughs> why don't you like the Hezbollah? You know I like it. He's awesome. No, I like it. He makes my day when I see like a really? random Instagram video of his. Uh, we were going to talk about Orlando Brown Jr. because Joel Corey, right, mm-hmm. used to be an NFL agent. We've had him on the show before, and he works for CBS Sports. He put out what he projects Orlando Brown Jr. to be able to get in his new deal. Uh, four years, $94 million, Comes out to $23.5 million per year, $62.5 million guaranteed, $51.5 fully guaranteed at signing. Uh, we always know there's you know kind of funny math that you can come up with on these deals. The Chiefs technically af- offered Orlando Brown Jr. last July a deal twenty three million per year, but we knew that wasn't really the case. It was more like nineteen because of the final year was kind of just a fake year. Mm-hmm. So this one, it's twenty three and a half million per year. It's rather it's it's basically a very similar annual average. The difference is instead of a five year deal, it's four, and the guaranteed money sixty two and a half million. 51 and a half at signing versus I think the Chiefs deal that they offered last year was in the 30s as far as guaranteed at signing. So it's a much different deal in terms of how it's structured. I believe he will get closer to the... I, I know here we have this feeling around Orlando Brown Jr. And I don't think the Chiefs should pay him as the number one, number two, number three highest paid left tackle. But I think somebody will, man. Like, to his credit, the benefit of the Chiefs now not tagging him is, all right, go test that market. And if you can go get what you think you can go get, go ahead and leave. If we if you come back and you realize the market's not that, then maybe we can actually come together on a long term deal. Correct. They want stability at left tackle. They're just not going to pay you what it's going to take probably to to go ahead and, and keep you in Kansas City. And based on that projection from Joel Corey, I don't think there's any way the Chiefs would do what that projection is. Do you have any concerns that Orlando Brown Jr. has been the left tackle for two MVP quarterbacks? Maybe he was the right tackle for he Lamar was Jackson. Right. He was. Remember that was the whole thing. He wanted yeah. to play left tackle in Kansas City. But two teams that had MVP quarterbacks did not give him a long term contract. The Baltimore one, I think, is a different spot. The only thing, because he, they already had a left tackle, right? Sure. And they weren't going and, and to pay him right, left tackle money to play right mm-hmm. tackle. So that one is that one to me, I don't put as the same, because they had a guy that wasn't going to play at right tackle anymore. Like, you wanted to be a left tackle. Right. Also, what are the, like, where is Kennard in this? Does he get another shot in the offseason? Because they drafted him as, like, this big body, and you're like, you know, you see guys like that, and quarterbacks' eyes kind of get, you know, maybe bigger than their stomach, like this guy. But then it's something nothing missed, happened. Right? Uh, nothing happened there. I think also he, w- if anything, he'd be the right tackle. Yeah, I don't think then, Kennard ever was thought. I, when they drafted, I don't think they ever thought he'd. Can be Wiley play left tackle? No, I don't think so. Yeah, so you got to draft one. Oh, I, I think you need to draft one. You can find a veteran in between, or you know, you can find a Donovan Smith for a year or two, maybe. But you need to yeah. draft a left tackle. You can't have a new left and right tackle, as far as I'm concerned. Sure, and I agree with that. The other thing with Orlando Brown Jr. is that he's also at a market that is a point where you'll find someone desperate with money to take that person at left tackle, right? Which is why I've always, as soon as it happened, the first thought in my head was, I thought to myself, was just Chicago Bears. Young quarterback, you want him to be a little bit more patient in the pocket? Yes, he can run, but also protected. Got a lot of money. And Brandy is a fine girl. We'll see how close that uh, Joel Corey projection for Atlanta Brown Jr. is. We're back at it tomorrow, 10 to 2. Dusty, once again, will be in with me. Let's go. We will have C.J. Moore talking college hoops with us tomorrow. Who knows who knows who else will stop by? We have a Club 610 mm. in the 1 o'clock hour. We did it last week there in Ladd. We got to find, if anybody wants to show up, Nick, we've been turned down. 
Nobody wants to we come need, to the takers out there, we man. Need, we need someone for Club 610 in the 1 o'clock hour tomorrow. It can be anybody, Dusty. You can invite uh, individuals you were mentioning earlier on in the show if you would like. We need we need someone by in the 1 o'clock hour tomorrow. Okay. We'll talk to you guys then. The Drive with CDOT coming up next. Brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss the Chiefs Red Half Hour every day at 1130 on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. We've been telling you if you are driving around right now, you're in a job that you've been doing for a while, and you know what? It's gotten stale. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.